All right, we should be live, folks. Uh, we are back tonight. Instead of our normal first edition Dungeons & Dragons game, we're doing Dicey Tales 2nd Edition. The author is uh, conspicuously amongst our numbers tonight. Yeah, yeah. Ah, Oak, who are you playing in this side adventure? Hey, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay, just make sure because I changed to make sure everybody I think system sound was coming through the thing. This is Oak. I am playing Jackie Calhoun. He is a uh, American who uh, specializes in demolitions and has a little bit of uh, chemistry and bartending and mechanical abilities. All right, sounds good. Richard, who you got? Hello there. I am looking down and hating gamers for sending us 300 evil bits. But I am Richard, and I am playing Matt Braddock, the bomber pilot from England. Mm, 300 evil bits. So i got to do something mean to you right off the bat. All right, I, I can manage. I can manage that. Uh, creator of the game, Jeff. Who are you playing? Hey, uh... My name is Jeff. I'm playing Nicholas Sartin. He is a Corsican, a member of the Corsican Mafia, but uh, he is playing the uh, sniper assassin dude. That's me. Sniper assassin dude. Sure enough. And another man who commonly plays dudes, Bill. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm Bill. I'm playing Reginald Fane. He's like the 1950s version of Leslie Howard and the Scarlet Pimpernel. All right, fair enough. So we are playing, it is January 1st, uh, 1950, and uh, we seem to be in Casablanca. Um, <coughs> the characters don't know how they got here, uh, why they got here, but they're starting to piece this together. Uh, Oak, what's something that you learned last adventure? Uh, from what I remember, our, uh, I'm trying to think of the name. We have a, a former comrade that's supposedly dead that is found in recent photos of us partying on New Year's Eve. Very true. Richard, what has your character found out last session? How to unmute himself, perhaps. Nope, didn't find out that. <laughs> uh, I'm certainly found out things that were important to the plot. Yeah, um, like if I opened my notes and had those ready. Um, oh, I freaked out. Yes, the team medic psychologist person had us repressed memories when we were trying to, I don't know, remember Firefly or don't trust our memories because of a sponge in an envelope. It'll all make sense in context. <laughs> yes. Uh, Jeff, something that your character discovered last session. Yeah, Nico was uh, examining a room, and just on a, just on a hunch, he started the shower and let the room get all steamy and noticed on the, uh, on the uh, mirror there was a message, and to not believe what has recently passed. So I'm not really believing that any of this is anything more than a huge elaborate setup. And my character just wants to get out of here. Or precisely the message says, don't believe your memories. There we go. All right. And Bill, what's something that your character 
discovered? <laughs> I was about to say, like, one of us has a tattoo on the back that says dude, and the other yeah. has a tattoo that says sweet. But, um, you know, different movie. Um, no, we have no, I have no, we have no idea what's going on. The, our, our, uh, we've been out for, or at least our memories tell us we've been out for a while, but don't believe our memories. I'm, I'm curious as to what's going on with them, but yeah, I, I, I know very little at this point. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, you do know that you got a few hundred dollars in cash in U.S. dollars, no. as uh, the hotel that you're staying at seems to uh, will know you quite well. Um, and has established a uh, credit line for you through your bank here at the Hotel El Mansoir. And I haven't spent all my money yet, so that's a good thing. Yes, you spent a little bit. Uh, you spent a little bit on a kid that is hanging around the lobby with a Polaroid camera and managed to take a few pictures of you and your group during last night's uh, New Year's festivities, in which, uh, yeah, one of the members of your special operations group, who you were informed had died of cancer well after the war, not during the war, uh, was alive and well, and you were partying with him last night. Yeah. Conveniently called January, if I believe my notes. <laughs> January. January. Nickname that he was called. I think only uh, one other person we figured out has a nickname right now. Uh, Jeff's character. What was his nickname? Uh, Chatterbox. That's right, Chatterbox, because Chatterbox. he doesn't talk much. <laughs> yeah, I inadvertently took the uh, taciturn. Mm-hmm. Which is just a wonderful flaw for a role-playing game. I'm telling you, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so we just got um, your your friend here uh, squared away after he had some kind of uh, psychotic break. Maybe it was a suppressed memory. We're not quite sure, but Braddock uh, seems to have... Gained control of himself after having con came in contact with a uh, a slim wet sponge that was put in an envelope uh, left out for him. I believe um, Oak, your character, uh, had his old chemistry set in yep, your old war to... gear, and you were able to figure out it was a, it's a whole string of psychoactive active chemicals that are usually used in the treatment of people with various personality or mental disorders. Uh, coincidentally, it lines up with a whole bunch of pharmaceutical drugs that were recently stolen um, from some pharmacies in the town, as Bill's character found out from a police question mark agent that's kind of following you around. Doesn't really seem to care about you guys, but January, the supposedly dead wow. member of your group uh, that showed up at least last night and has gone missing again. Uh, they're looking for that person uh, believed to have some connection with a string of pharmacy robberies. So we'll take back up in the hotel room. Uh, it was probably Braddock's room that this all happened in. Well, you can let go now. I've calmed down sufficiently. Definitely. So obviously we need to find January hmm. yeah I can't oh. remember the exact moment we left I I know I untied you thank you 
that yeah. that was a thing that I thought of between weeks. When I was having my psychotic break and I was seeing the uh, doctor and the um, orderlies, did I recognize any of the doctors or orderlies? You, um, as someone you've seen recently, no. You're actually unsure if that was drug-induced or if it's a memory of your own because now that it's passed, you... You can clearly remember it, but you don't remember it happening to you. Okay. Okay. Well. Hmm. Taking a feel of my envelope, does it have a a sponge-like feel to it? Yeah, it certainly feels like it now that you know what to look for. If you look inside the envelopes, these are these fancy envelopes that have like the foil on the inside, you know, the, the gilding on the inside. And so the sponge's moisture isn't wicking out of the envelopes. Okay. Do we want to subject everybody to these things or not? I mean, until we, we know more many, about what it is and its lasting effects, we that might not be a good idea. Okay. Oh, it did cross my mind. We could tie everybody down and see if they have the same trip. Exactly. <laughs> the side effect. I is would Richard's, be the only one who was free. <laughs> the side effect is uh, that Richard's uh, character just randomly says the word "squirrel." Now it's just like Tourette's. It just just randomly says "squirrel," and you know. That's a side effect. <laughs> no. <clears throat> at the suggestion of that, Nico just looks at you guys like you're crazy. How how the hell would we want to ever do that? But uh, yeah, but Nico, it does. My memories. It does seem like the envelope that was waiting for you in the mailbox. Yeah, it it's got a little give to it, and you can you know it's about the same size as the sponge that Braddock's had in it. You're pretty sure it's the same thing. Yeah, so I just throw it down on the table with the other things. I don't mm-hmm. want anything to do with it. <clears throat> like we should leave. All right. Well, where are we going? I I have I believe I have a plane down at the dock. I certainly have something down at the dock. So, I mean, we can go there and look, but see if there's more. I guess that would probably only be evidence yeah. of me arriving. Not of so we also guys. have to assume that wherever we do, or wherever we go and whatever we do, we're being watched. Yes. Hmm. I've been sitting here talking, didn't know I was on mute. Um <laughs> If if you've got a if you've got like a plane or something down at the dock, is that how we came in? And if so, is would there possibly be any clues there to what happened? As I said, it's probably only for me because I mean we were all in different countries, right? Right. So I probably flew. Okay. I mean, we can certainly go down there and take a look just to double check that. Yeah, might be worth a shot. Yeah. Do have I figured out how I got here? Nope. I don't think so. (laughs) 
From what you've been able to figure out, you've got at least two, maybe three days of time that's missing. Um, if we're on our way out, I'm going to take a quick side trip to talk to the Mater D, and I'm going to try and find out if he knows how I got here. Okay. Uh, well, you do that, um, and so he's uh, well, certainly, sir. I mean, you. Uh, I, I can check the books, but I'm relatively sure you uh, you showed up uh, on New Year's Eve that afternoon with your party in tow. Your room's already booked um, for the week. Who booked the rooms? Did I book the rooms? Um, well, uh, no, sir. No. Okay, who did? Well, uh, I, I. He goes back and he looks. Uh, he says, "It's very strange. We received the funds in cash. It seems uh, no name left. Mm-hmm. All the rooms booked for a week." Oh, of course, we do have your line of credit that you established uh, the day that you arrived. Right, right. What? Um, how far in advance were the were the arrangements made? Um, he goes looking through the books. It seems like the rooms are paid for the month before. Okay. Well, in advance uh, to get nearly the whole third floor. <clears throat> And I didn't mention to you or anyone how I traveled here? Uh, no, no, sir. I assume that you flew, uh, not being a native. Well, I appreciate it. If, if uh... You did come with very little luck. Are you uh, <laughs> uh, it, being as delicate as I possibly can, sir? Um, you did, your party did ring up uh, quite a bill in champagne and... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, incidentals uh, last evening. Are you uh, perhaps in need of a uh, a doctor? Uh, you look a little <sighs> peaked. I think, I think we're fine right now. I, I I we do have the tendency to overdo it a bit when we all get together. We we don't see each other that much anymore. So, of course, of course. Um, no lingering um, after effects. Are you in, in need of a? He kind of looks around. Um, a little hair of the dog this morning to keep you going? I wouldn't be opposed to that. Oh, well, uh, <clears throat> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have, uh, the packets, uh, delivered to your rooms, uh, immediately, sir, of course. Oh, thank you. All right, well, thank you for your time. I'm sure <laughs> stands there for a moment. <laughs> Not quite with his hand out, but you get the idea. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll slip him a little bit. <laughs> He's like, well, anything I can do to help, sir. Of course. All right, now I'll go back to my companions and say, yeah, these uh, these rooms were booked a month in advance. And they didn't know, they couldn't tell me who did it, only that uh, it was paid for in cash and there was no name left. Uh, for a week. For a week. For a week. Um, I'm going to look over at Reginald and uh, I say, uh, I'm without funds. Uh, could you spot me a 20? Of course. Okay. There's As- a knock on the door uh, on Reginald's door. 
I'll answer the door. Uh, there's a bellhop there that uh, he's, he looks, he's sweating a little bit. He's a little nervous. He's looking around. He's like, and he, he pulls out, a, he's got a silver tray and there are like little um, wax wrapped, um, you know, like medicinal packets. Uh, there's five of them on this, this tray. He says, oh, here you are, sir, just as requested. Uh, thank you. Thank you. He just kind of leaves the tray in your hand. He doesn't. He doesn't ask for a tip. No, no. He he leaves like very quickly as soon as you put your hand out to to grab the tray. Okay, that's weird. Or am I the one that's weird? <laughs> or both, perhaps. Okay, I'm gonna look from one to the other. Look as as he's going down the hall. Then I'm going to go look for uh, Richard. Uh, excuse me, Matt. I'm going to go look for Matt Braddock. And I'm in uh, my room. Um, if he's in his room, I'll, you know, knock. Quick knock, sharp knock. Come on, come in. And uh, what peer did you say? Uh, I don't think I've got a no- Well, I will have a number, but I was not given one, I don't believe, during the thing. So, blah up here. Mm. Okay. I will see you soon. And then I turn around and leave. Are you um, going to my plane? I have to make a call. You, on the telephone... Hmm. I'm curious enough to actually want to witness that. <laughs> Do any of us have a like a pharmaceutical background? Yeah, Jack chemistry. Does it say when was I in the room when this bellhop dropped that stuff off? Sure. Let's say you are. I, what are those? I have no idea. The Mater D said he would send up a little hair of the dog, but you know, this is the first time a, a bellhop or servant or anybody here has done something for me without asking for a tip. So I'm a little suspicious. So why would he just send a pair of the dog? I don't know. I was expecting like little bottles of liquor or something. Let me check one of those. Okay. I'll give him one to check out. You open the packet, and it you know it's packaged like um, carefully. Yeah, sleep drought. It's a white fine powder. Break out my kit. See if I can <laughs> test something. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. You don't have to make a roll for this. Uh, it's 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 just, it's essentially it's an amphetamine and cocaine uh, cut with cocaine. I guess uh, now is this something that I would know would also be used in, in lieu of alcohol to do that, or is it a custom here or anything? Uh, you, uh, uh, so you do remember um, that this was kind of like the drug of choice to keep you sharp and moving uh, during the war. It was kind of frowned upon. Uh, this particular mixture of amphetamine and cocaine uh, was in common use, although on the sly. Well, they uh, 
they go for the extra mile to help with this. Uh, you remember what some of the boys used to sneak around to use to stay on edge? That's what we got here. All right. Now, putting knowing what this is and the stuff in the sponge, do I know of any kind of reaction the two together would have? Oh, they likely do have that? a reaction, but it's not going to be something that's well-documented. So you assume that it's going to have some kind of reaction. Now, here's the thing. Is this what they're going to do to give you, and I would do the quote fingers, hair of the dog? Or is this, do they know about what's in these sponges and this is some sort of enhancer for it? Anyone want to try it out? Anybody got a legal background or a law background of any sort? Or even uh, like a policing background? Mm. No? No. Okay. All right. Okay, sir, I went to the door to uh, talk to Matt, and I just asked him if he knew what pier he was at when he said he was, he didn't know. I figured, okay, I'll just have to figure that out. But, uh, no, I figure I do know the, uh, it, but, but never told Richard. Oh, the yeah. Number. Yep. So, yes. Yeah. I mean, he's so got I a ticket you. that's got the berth, uh, that his, yeah. his, uh, maybe plane something is in. Might be a oh. boat. Who knows? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So, do you know the number? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And I would happily share that information with you. Okay, so I'll take that, and I nod, and then I tell you I have to go make a call. And right. then I turn around to leave. And I say, I am intrigued by you making a phone call, because you are famously <laughs> talky. So I follow you. Okay. Um, I'm taking my pistol and mm-hmm. my knife and the two spare clips, and uh, I look, I'll look at you, Richard, uh, excuse me, Matt, and... Uh, Tap my pocket. You know, pat pat my gun. Oh, I haven't geared up yet, so yes. Okay. I will take a gun and a spare clip, I guess. Hmm. Probably not legal here. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. So, um is there a fire escape? Hmm. Yes, this is a nice hotel. So yes, there is one. Okay, so that's that's the uh, that's the way I attempt to leave, and uh, all the whole time looking for anybody interestingly observing the fire escape. Okay, fire escape leads down into like a, a back alley where they take in deliveries and they've got their trash collection. And there's a fence that divides it off from the street next to it. It's like a eight foot fence or so. You guys are on the third floor, so when you come out onto the fire escape, the buildings across from you, there are a few people that are like hanging laundry out on their balconies. You're in full view of several houses. No one's really paying attention particularly, but you are you are being observed by many people. Okay, so once I'm out uh, very rapidly, I'm sure Matt can keep up. I start booking it for yep. for the ground for the ground floor. 
hit the ground. Uh, you're in the back alley, and again, like I said, there's this uh, there's this divider fence up between you and the street. Uh, you do see there's like a little gate a little further <clears> down. <throat> Nobody's in the alley right now. Stinks. There's a lot of garbage put out. What kind of fence? Wood. Uh, okay. Not not so that you could see through it though. It's a privacy barrier. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get over that. Do you want to use the gate, or do you want to actually cl- climb over the eight foot fence? I want to climb where I'm at. Yeah, I just want to climb. I don't All want right. to go the gate. Oh. gate. There could be people to post at the gate. Give me some kind of athletics roll there. All right, uh, agility or strength? Agility, in this case. Success. Yeah, no problem. Uh, You grab the top of the fence and you just kind of hop over. It's like old times. Well, as I land, I look around. Street level, there are... um, there are a lot of folks uh, in small stalls and small stores around you. Uh, I mean, it's just a massive pedestrian traffic. Nobody's paying too much attention to you. A few people do note that you jump over the fence, but they, you know, they just go back to what they're doing. Okay. Then it's like a street for... market here. Lots of folks out. People are selling like fresh fish out of woven baskets, uh, various knickknacks. Trade, you're right next to a really ritzy hotel. So people are trying to foist off all kinds of native-made uh, fabrics and devices and whatnot. Okay. So then I uh, wait for Matt. <laughs> yeah, Matt. What do you yeah, want? Yeah, I'm do? coming. Yeah, I'm no problem going over the top either. Okay. I am a born athlete, so uh, what was that? Agility role, you said. Agility. Yeah. Yeah. Well. It's mostly just to not snag your clothing and whatnot. It's easy enough to scale over. It's just, yeah, no problem. You just, same thing, single-handed like you've done this before. And uh, drop over on the other side and uh, straighten your collar. You both start walking down the street. Uh, neither You don't, either one of you think that you pick up any kind of tail. There are some folks watching you, but it looks more like they're trying to decide if you're worth approaching to try and sell something to. Okay. Yeah, so I uh, assume uh, a determined, but uh, not noticeable. You know, I'm not running for my life, but I'm definitely like somebody who has somewhere to go. Right, yeah. yeah. So you don't have the tourist look about you. You've got look like you're somebody on a mission that knows what they're doing. Uh, and that kind of, you know, that that is a sure sign to a lot of the people that are trying to hustle here that you're not to be messed with. And Richard, yeah. how is your character? How's uh, Braddock? doing i'm following along with uh nico here because okay you know, he knows where he's going i know where we're going as well at hmm. this point you've seen kind of a map of the area they're posted all over the place in the hotel so you don't get lost uh, so you have an idea of where the docks are it's not very far from the hotel it's like three four blocks away actually i'm not headed for the docks okay um oh. where i'm where i'm headed for is another hotel or another establishment that would have telephones. Okay. Uh, are you intending to make a long distance call or a local call? Yeah. Long, long distance. distance. You would want a hotel. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, you walk into, you know, you go a couple of blocks, just kind of pick a hotel at random, uh, walk into the ground floor. Uh, Mater D comes out, 
uh, right away. Said, Do you have luggage, sir? Can, what, what, uh, how can we uh, make your convenience today? Matt, do you speak French? Um, no. no they're know, speaking French. English, uh, just not great English, but they're speaking English. Okay, I'm speaking French. Oh, you're speaking uh, French then. Okay. Yeah, I asked them in French. Uh, do you have telephone international calls? International calls, yes. Uh, are, you, uh, are you a guest here, sir? Uh, no. Uh, yes. Uh, well, for an international call, uh, we will uh, require uh, some funding uh, up front, if you're not a guest, that we can bill to a room. I understand. Uh, this way, then. He takes you into this. It's a side room. Slide this curtains aside, and there are stalls in there. You know, they're comfortable bench style, and you got like a privacy walls around you. But if there were someone else next to you, they could hear you talking. Currently empty. Each one of the stalls has a phone there. Okay, so I need to pay. Um, I'm going to try to use my criminal for a bribery or something to try to get myself a line. And, uh, you know, I, I've got some, I got 20 What do you bucks. mean by get yourself a line? So what's going to happen as soon as you, there's no, there's no dial on the phone. You just pick it up and it's a switchboard. And so there's going to be someone that's going to ask you what number you're trying to reach. Okay. Um, before I do that, I'm going to see, uh, I look at Matt and I tell him, follow me. And, uh, I'm going to see if I can find, uh, occupied room, you know, see if I see somebody returning with bags or something. And, you know, I just want to find an occupied room. So that when I go and make the call, I can bill it to the room. Hmm. Okay. None of the, uh, okay. So on the ground floor, this is like the convenience area. There are no rooms on this floor. So you're going to need to go up a floor, find a room that somebody's just walked. uh, I'll tell you what, what you'll find is somebody is uh, got a room open uh, for maid service. Uh, They've got the cart kind of in the door. They're doing a turn down, but you notice the maid isn't in the room right now. I go into the room. And really quickly look in the uh, in the closet, see if there's men's clothes, women's clothes, both. kind of yeah, both. Okay, men's and women's. So there's no phones in the room, so I have to go down and uh, and I go to the maid and I say I ask her uh, in French and uh, I ask her whose room is this? Oh. Um... Uh, Mademoiselle Sward. Uh, yes, just recently uh, from America. And Mr. Sward as well. Is he here? Oh, yes, yes. They are having uh, they're having an early dinner. Ah, okay. Thank you very much. Uh, let him, if you see him, let him know his brother-in-law has arrived. Oh, uh, well, certainly. Um, she looks around and she picks up like a memo, you know, the hotel memo pad and a pen. Do you, would, would you like to leave him a message? No, it's I want to be a little bit of a surprise. Oh. oh, okay, okay, okay. Thank you. And I say, come, James, let's go. <laughs> so you got a room number and you got a name. All right, okay. So we head right back down, mm-hmm. and uh, I just stride right up there and uh, go to make the call. Go to make the call. You know, okay. tell them that I want to make an international call. So you sit down in one of the booths, you pull up the, 
get the receiver, you get the switchboard operator comes on and asks uh, where you would like the call directed. And I give them a number for uh, Corsica. Corsica. Okay. Uh, I uh, do not know what the time differential will be. You guys are... So basically for GM knowledge, mm-hmm. I'm, letting, I'm giving... I'm sending out a call mm-hmm. to my uncle at his pub or has his wine shop or whatever in Corsica, finding out does he know that I'm gone, that I'm missing, how long, you know, I'm here. I'm, and I don't want anybody about around where we are because I don't know where check. we are. Make me a look check. Okay. So let's see here. Uh, let's see. So just high, low, and tell me. Um, oh, just roll, regular. And, okay, yeah, I was, roll a three hundred. I don't remember luck checks. Okay. No, no, yeah, this is not a part yeah, of the yeah, dicey yeah, tales. Yeah. This is my own thing. Yeah, just, I know. Okay, yeah. here we go. Uh, hi. Hi. Okay. What'd you get? Rolling the dice. Mm, low. Okay. So uh, you don't get the person that you're dialing. Somebody else there picks up. Um, it's let's say it's a family member there. It's like, oh, Nico, are you back already from your vacation? Oh, no, you're still, uh, because they had to accept the call. Oh, still in Casablanca. Did you meet up with your friends? You knew I was here? Yeah, you said you'd be gone about a month. Ah, okay. Is Papa around? Uh, no, no, he's uh, he's out. Doing okay. a little collections. Yeah, let him know things aren't exactly as I think they should be. Um, I'll call back later when I have more information. But uh, I just wanted to make sure everything was all right. The family's fine? Oh, yes. Uh, Business is good. Okay. All right. We'll talk soon. Yep. Yep. Uh, the maitre d' at uh, this this hotel comes up and says, "Oh, were you ready to make that call?" I uh, changed my mind. Oh, oh, well, very well. James, let's go. We we have we have a train to catch. <laughs> and then we just run out, or not run out, but head out. Right. Um, what are the rest of you guys going? Uh, you since Nico and uh, Matt didn't bother to say they were going anywhere, uh, they're just gone. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I've just been uh, running tests and trying to figure out what the the connection is between these two things, if any. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's probably not well documented, but taking, um, I mean the. <laughs> The, the the cocaine mixture is pretty potent, and to take that with any kind of psychoactive drug is probably a bad idea. Oh, I'm, they, I'm definitely taking at least one packet with me. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Um, yeah, not going to leave this laying around. <laughs> I'm thinking... Uh, as, a, uh, as, as a character with a great wealth bone... Mm-hmm. I probably, when I travel, I have other people make the arrangements. So perhaps I would try to uh, make a call to whomever makes my arrangements and see what I can find out. 
Sure. I mean, your room has a phone. Uh, You pick it up, you get a hold of the hotel switch box, and they will connect you for an international call. Uh, We'll say it's um, just whoever's in charge of your itinerary. What's their name? Um, Jeeves. Jeeves. Jeeves answered. He's like, oh, hello, sir. How is your vacation going? Did you meet up with your friends? It's going great. I, I, I need you to indulge me for a minute, and I, I apologize for the interruption here, but this is going to sound strange, but I need you to answer me like I don't know. Oh, yes, sir. One um, of those nights. How did I get to Casablanca? I arranged a flight for you, sir. You were to meet up with uh, old war comrades. Uh, you said you would be gone for about a month. Did I leave by myself? Yes, sir. It was a private flight, as always. Did I talk to anyone specific right before I made these plans? Other than me, sir? I mean, you res- you received a correspondence in the mail. I-, I, of course, didn't read the letter, but you showed me the photograph of your old uh, company. Do you happen to have that letter around? Uh, no, sir. You took it with you. Hmm. And was there anything else odd about my leaving or, or anything odd that I did or said? Oh, that it, well, you're usually well in advance. Uh, you know your itinerary, sir. This was kind of last moment. Uh, you, your old friends were saying they were meeting for a New Year's party and uh, left you a small part of a day to get there in time. You left without your usual luggage. You said you'd buy what you need on the way. Hmm. Anything else you could tell me about what what I did or possibly any clues or notes I might have left somewhere? He thinks about it for a bit and says, um, oh. no, so you did bring a small valise with you. Um, documents, I believe. Uh, things you took out of your safe. Hmm. Well, I appreciate it. I I apologize for disturbing you. Um, You know, I will see you when I see you. So Reginald keeps uh, cash, gold, uh, bear bonds, and sometimes drugs in his safe. And and in a firearm or two, usually. Okay. Do I happen to have that with me? No. No. None of that's here. So somewhere between here and there, it got lost or was taken or I left it somewhere. Did I perhaps leave it in a hotel safe or something? I don't know how they would do that. A hotel of this size, uh, would typically they would have a vault. Okay. So uh, customers here could uh, request certain things held in a vault. That would be a thing. Okay. Um, I will go visit the vault and see if I left anything there. We'll make it short. Uh, yes, uh, you did request a lockbox when you came here. Uh, it's, they'll lead you down to the vaults. Um, you don't have your key, which is fine. Uh, they, they open the the vault for you. It's a, it's a basically it's a a wall of drawers. They've got you know key drawers inside their vault. You pull right. out your drawer, ask for some privacy. Uh, 
there's a couple of stacks of U.S. bills, $100 bills. <laughs> um, there is uh, some documents, including passports. Just yours. Okay. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Nothing Nothing else. Oh, there is a gun in there. <laughs> Whatever your character would have as like a, a pistol that they would have for protection. If you bought mm -hmm. one for your character or not, uh, you, your, your trusty sidearm would be in there too. I might take that with me. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of grand in here. Say 2K. Okay, I'll take a couple of hundred with me. I'm not going to carry $2,000 around. But I'll take some money, yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I'll, I'll put everything back and uh, go find... Uh, I don't know why, but I'm suddenly thinking that Reginald was a drug dealer and that's how he made his fortunes. I, it just, I don't know. It just came to me that way. <laughs> I'm not a drug dealer. I just help out a friend or two from time to time. You're a, you're a connector of people that need I, things. I, I, I know how to get things, yes. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly <laughs> it. Uh, so, Jackie, I'm going to say you spend some time with your chemistry sets. It just, there's not, there's just not a body of information to tell you what the exact effects would be. And unless you want to do some experimentation on people, there's really no way to figure it out. You know, the thoughts have been crossing my mind, but we may have to save that for a, a future endeavor. <laughs> uh, it's been, we've only been conscious for 24 hours or less. 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 Yeah. Okay. Uh, you waking up, being thrown into the jail cell, and to now has just been a few hours. Say so we need to face if uh, that body's been identified. Yep. So let's assume that you guys get back together at this point, unless Nico, you wanted to do something else in town. Yeah. Well, I look at Matt and I ask okay. him. Uh, I I say, uh, Peter. Uh, I mean, we could go there, or we could go back and get everybody and take a look. Let's go get everybody together. All right. Yeah, you head back. Uh, share some information. Uh, so, so what you figure out is that at least some of you knew ahead of time that uh, there was some there was a planned party for in the old comrades for New Year's. Uh, you'd have to be gone for a month. You got all your engagement set up for you to be gone for possibly up to a month. It was last minute notice. Like uh, you weren't even given a day notice to be in Casablanca. So you arrived New Year's Day or New Year's Eve and then it was New Year's Day that you woke up without a memory of anything. Yeah. I think we need to try to find a connection with that body where we were found and why. Do we have an address of where we were found? Do we know that? Did the police tell us? Did no, anything? but you remember the walk. I mean, you can just look at the hotel map to figure out where it is. Get the address on the map. That's fine. Cool. Just a few blocks away. It's very close. I mean, you could definitely have gotten there from a night stroll. A drunken night stroll after a New Year celebration. Not necessarily where we were headed, but uh, 
What time is it right now? Oh, it's probably three o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. Well, Nico's hungry, but he doesn't want to eat here. He's just really um, antsy about this place. He's not comfortable here. Hey, where in Casablanca is Rick's Cafe around? <laughs> of course Rick's <laughs> Cafe is around. We should go Three of them. <laughs> Three of it's them. It's a franchise now. Come on. <laughs> I like it. I like it. There's the Blue Parrot. <laughs> yeah, let's find somewhere to eat. All right. Well, you got your choice. There's several restaurants immediately around the hotel as well as the hotel zone. Uh, there is street vendors as well, uh, although the little pamphlets that left with all the guests strongly suggest that you don't eat street food while you're here. <laughs> I'm going to assume this is not my first time in Casablanca, so I'd probably know that. Yeah, if if your character is a world traveler, you may have been here before. You find a restaurant, uh, middle of the day, it's not all that busy. Can we find one nearer to the dock than further away from it? Oh, absolutely. You find a great seafood place next to the dock. Um, it's one of those where you walk in the first thing you see are two walls of aquariums to your left and right and it's like just pick out what you want <laughs> they fish it out of the aquarium so they cook it right up for you I'm going to try to keep my eye out for any kind of tails as we're looking for a place okay uh, i tell you what if you're going to do that um, let's have a roll and let's do Let's do this as a mind roll, and then if you have a criminal or a soldier or a spy background, that would help. Yeah, soldier. Okay, yeah, you kind of know what to look for for someone that's tailing you. So just a standard roll? Standard roll. Okay, uh, yeah, you're being followed. As a... We're walking, just making you know casual talk stuff, and point like, "Oh, look at that over there!" Like kind of like sightseeing, but then they're I'm really be- not even trying to be inconspicuous. It's one of the guys that were in the hotel that that got called out as being possibly a police officer. He's following respectfully behind you, but he's not trying to like pretend like he's not. He's just following. Well, I'm gonna. I want to act like we don't know he's following though. Okay, sure. And just kind of, I'm pointing things out. I look over there, and I'm gonna be like, "Hey, uh, we got one behind us." Uh, it, it was short uh, descriptions of what to look for, so they don't make it obvious. Continue on. Uh, yeah, sit down in this fabulous restaurant. Uh, you order up some food. Uh, you can see the wharf from here. And uh, from here, uh, Matt, there's your seaplane. Old Faithful. Huh. It's been with you a long time. Okay. I pat myself down. I'm not sure mm-hmm. I've got any keys. Mm-mm. know how to get onto a plane do planes have keys do like 
open doors? I assume they do. Yeah. You, this you is know. a plane you're very familiar with. So, Richard, I'm fine with you saying that you've got a spare set stowed somewhere. You've got like a uh, yeah, okay. a smuggler's hatch on it somewhere. That Whatever you'd like to say about the plane is fine. I mean, I'm not sure that would be a great idea to like have them hidden under the wing. They might lose <laughs> them in flight or something. But, you know, all right. Just fold down the visor. They always fall out of... <laughs> there you go. Right, the well, I mean, once we're all done eating here, then yes. I'll say we can take a look at the plane. It's just over there. I say not indicating it at all. I don't know okay, if yeah. the others would have seen it or not before. I guess so. No, I guess not. I guess I would have bought it after we... You guys haven't been in touch since the war ended. So, yeah, you bought this after the war with some of your mustering out benefits. So, rising water learn, I built a plane. It is here, over there. We might have all come in together on it, but I don't think so. We should at least check it out. Hunker junk. Oh, no, the one next to it that's even worse. Oh. Mm hmm. So Nico will he'll, he'll definitely eat his fill because mm-hmm. uh, if you know we took a beating the night before and we ate a little bit in the room, but I was never comfortable there. Now I'm a little bit more comfortable. Fresh sardines, smothered and uh, fresh olive oil. Some uh, you know, just uh, there's a lot of canapes, uh, uh, you know, small you know things you can eat in a single bite. Just trays full, just brought to your table. Canapes, yeah. Tapas. Tapas is another word for it. Um, I think in Morocco Spanish and Spanish word. is... Uh, yeah. All right, so I fill up and then uh, uh, drink, but not to excess. Not at all to excess. Yeah. There's a little... Uh, there's a, a liquor bottle that's left on the table with little shot glasses of the local spirits. And coffee. If you want coffee, there's there's lots of coffee as well. Okay. It's not very busy. Uh, this is not a common time for people to have meals. It's a little late for lunch and a little early for dinner. So, I mean, you've got a quiet corner of your own big bay window so you can see out onto the docks. There are a few people on the docks. David Orr is moving cargo in and out of cargo planes. Uh, you sit and eat and you watch long enough, though. Matt, you do see that there's two people. Dressed like dock workers, but they don't seem to be working, and they're spending an inordinate amount of time looking back at your plane. Like whenever one, whenever someone comes on to the dock, they see if they're heading towards your plane or not, mm-hmm. and they stop looking when they're obviously not going there. Well, it's being watched by those two over there. So, I don't know if we want a distraction to go onto the plane, or whether we just want to leave it alone. No, we got the uh, one back there as well. He's already come in. Uh, he actually, just as you're saying that, uh, he walks over to the table. He's got uh, a menu under his arm. He takes the table just right across from you. <laughs> just right across from you. Just kind of nods at you, Jackie, as he orders uh, a fish sandwich and some soup. Would you rather join us? Oh, no, no, no. Just in case your friend comes by, we have to leave him room. 
What friend? The one we're looking for. I don't know who you're looking for, so. Oh, did your, he points at Rachel, did your friend not tell you? He, he walks over. Well, uh, now that I have uh, all of you together, pulls out a photograph, lays it on the table. Um, it's of January, but it's not a photograph that any of you have seen. It actually looks like it was taken from uh, like a street. Somebody took the picture on the street. You can see there's a pharmacy to the right. And the guy, he's looking around. He's got a scowl on his face like he was caught doing something as the picture was taken. Look, he's wanted for some crimes in the area. We would like to question him. I'm not saying that your friend here has done anything illegal, but he certainly warrants a questioning. He was seen in your company the night before, but not since. Speaking of the night before, have you all identified that other body that you're claiming we had something to do with? Body. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, I'm unaware of a body. Uh, I guess that didn't help us. <clears throat> guess you're not with the police then. Who are you with? Oh, well, I'm adjacent to the police. Does your adjacency mean that those people over there are working with you as well? Uh, he looks out the window. Uh, no, no, none of our people. We work with international crimes. Is that that you work with international criminals or that you stop international crimes? Oh, stop. Yes. Uh, he actually pulls out some identification. Uh, he actually has some law enforcement credentials from a few different places. I don't know at this time if Interpol is a thing or not, but, you know, uh, so GM doesn't know historically what he would produce, but definitely one for Casablanca and one for uh, the region at large. Now you may check with the local PD. They know about the body because uh, none of us remember when or how we got here, but we woke up next to somebody, a dead body. Oh, that's interesting. We've been blamed for that. I, I think I will join you if you don't mind. He brings his bottle and his soup over, pulls out a little pad. So, uh, your friend, what's his name? Points at the photograph that he just laid on the table. It's January. No, that's having he was. Do we know his actual name? Uh, you think that about it, like? You know, hey, you you know Miko's actual name, even though you called him Chatterbox. You know, and we'll assume that you all do have monikers that you were given, but it'll come up through the story. And you, but you know each other's names. But now that you're thinking about it, no, you don't know January's real name. You have just always called him January or Doc. Yeah, start to answer like, no, his name's. Well, you know, now that I think about it, does, do any of y'all recall his name other than January or Doc? You all have this same odd sensation. We're like, of course I do. His name was... And then nothing comes to mind. Hmm? Hmm. Busted? I I mean, you all remember 
calling him a, calling him Doc, calling him January. You remember times when he's like literally patched you together and got you, you know, out of some place alive. All of you know him well, but there's just this. No, I, hmm, no, I don't know his name. <laughs> not only that, can I not remember his name? But uh, the last we all knew, he was dead. And I'll relay whatever story we we knew is the the last known record until surprisingly we're seen partying with him. Yes, last, which we don't remember. Quite a party, uh, many bottles of champagne that turned into hard alcohol afterwards. Uh, you invited people up to party with you. You uh, essentially you hired out the uh, entire bar at the hotel and had just a very large party. Many photographs are taken of you being very chummy with this January fellow. It's kind of odd, considering you say you thought he was dead. Very odd. Especially since uh, we don't even, none of us remember even coming to Casablanca. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, it is a problem. He's eating his soup the whole time while he's taking notes down. Any expectation to leave here soon? Would love to, but don't think that's going to happen. And the Montswear, that's where you're staying? Not affirmative. Well, you seem to have come to the bottom of my bowl of soup, so uh, I suppose I'll be in contact once I myself have learned a bit more, and perhaps in the time your memories will return. He tips his hat. Before you go, before you go, you said those people out there weren't with you. I don't suppose you happen to know who they are with? Local gang? Police? Can you spot anything about them? Uh, he looks at the window. It's like, well, not from here. Foreigners. We should go find out who they are. Hmm. Or our friend here could go do it. Why don't you have an, an experiment? Why don't you go uh, approach that plane right there? See what they do. Huh. If you think it may help my investigation, I don't mind doing so. You know, they seem awfully interested in that plane, and if somebody's going uh, towards it, you notice he pats down his uh, his jacket. You know, you can kind of see the bulk of a firearm there. He makes sure it's there. He tips his hat at you. It's very well. You see him walk out and approach the docks. You guys just going to sit back and watch? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, so you see him uh, first is kind of, uh, he takes his hat off and he just is talking to them rather, you know, you can't hear what it's, it's pretty far away. Not that you can see what's going on. And uh, they just seem to be talking at first. And then you can see that the two people seem to be getting a little bit more belligerent. And uh, right now there's no one else close by on the docks. There's some people working out on the, the main dock at the warehouse, but no one exactly right on the pier where this uh, this international crimes person is. And uh, one of them says something really loud. Uh, you can you can almost hear it, but not quite. It's, it's a shout. And uh, the officer kind of steps back. You see that he's going for his gun. And then, holy hell, one of the people on the dock just seems to like triple in size as his clothing is ripped apart. And then there's a giant brown bear on the dock. The other one, kind of, 
the other one kind of shifts a little bit. His clothes kind of fall down, and there's a gray wolf on the dock. And the two animals rip the cop apart. Holy shit, did you just see that? Um, maybe. What did you see? I'm looking down at <laughs> my cup. Did a, whatever I had to drink. What are, the, what are the two animals doing now? Uh, after they've basically disemboweled this cop, the bear just swipes his head off. He goes falling into the water. Uh, they kind of push the corpse off into the water and uh, they <sighs> both kind of shrink and revert back down to two very naked people that kind of just slip into the water. Um, well, how, how many mean, people can be in your plane? Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. no. I mean, now's the time to look. All right. I, I, I'm not going to disagree with that that idea. Yeah. So, I'm just. I mean, I fought you guys off, but I saw a bear and a wolf there. Did you all see a bear and a wolf? I'm just uh, checking yeah. out. Still Does the system have any yeah. kind of like a shock check? Any kind of sanity style check? Yeah, down at the bottom. Uh, let's see. Let me get over there. Terror, I believe. Yeah, it's a terror. Uh, yeah, it's probably a mind roll of some description. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Uh, where is that? I know I have it here. <clears throat> Terrors, hazards, yeah, chapter 11. Here we go. Yeah. And here we go. All right, so a terror check. Um, it is a mind test. All right. And this Four is, times. we're going to call this moderate, so no modifier, positive or negative. Is that for everybody? Yep, yeah, that's for everybody. Oh. Nope. Oh, do we get our hero points back between sessions? Yes. Or? You get your hero points back at the start of the session. So. Okay, so just a mind roll. This is no mm -hmm. bonus tie, right? Yeah, I'm freaking out. Oh, there are some rerolls uh, since Jameis threw in 300 bits at the beginning. If you wanted to use some rerolls, you can. <laughs> Up to you. We'll see how many people need to use them first. Two. Jackie and Nico. Yeah, I'm going to Okay. Do you guys want to reroll or are you going to keep the yeah, failure? I'm going to do a reroll. All right. How about you, one. Jeff? I'm going to keep it. You're going to keep the failure. All right. Yeah. I never saw anything like that. <laughs> Pass my check, but I'm still freaking out. It's after effects of the drugs, I'm sure. Okay. They just hacked them to pieces with the weapons that we just interpreted as <laughs> bears and stuff. Yeah, that's what happened. All right. Let me see what I got for Pico. 
Oh my gosh, really? Okay, this is going to be interesting. So, Jeff, you are going to keep the fail, right? Yeah. Okay. Got to look up something real quick. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so, Nico... Uh, is really shocked at this. You see his eyes kind of roll back and um, he divides into two Nikos. There's two Nikos freaking out, looking out the window and then looking at each other, freaking out even more. Uh, everybody that just passed <laughs> fails all of a sudden. <laughs> 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 The two Nikos are looking at each other and pointing at each other and then just screaming more. Uh, it's bringing a lot of attention in the restaurant. Is uh, everyone starting to look at you? There's some waiters are coming in your direction to see what's going on. And it just lasts for just a moment, Nico, and then you merge again. Uh, hi. <laughs> what just, the hell was that? I'm just Not trembling. Feeling. I'm just totally trembling. You one of those things too? Uh, yeah, I'm just totally. Me, Mr. Jones, is there a problem with the seafood? I, I, anything that I can do to help? I. Sir, <laughs> waiters there looking very hesitant about things. Uh, Nico still is on the verge of just. We, uh, his crap. <laughs> I'm just staring at a glass. I'm trying to focus mm. myself. I'm just staring at a glass. Uh, bad practical joke. Never mind. Ah, yes. Well, um, if I may ask that, uh, just keep it down just a little bit. No, not again. Have... We, won't, we definitely won't be doing that again. Don't worry. Yes. yes. Well, thank you. <laughs> walks away yeah. the staff is paying a lot of attention to you now okay so just for clarification did I separate to myself no you separated everybody... into two Nikos right did everybody at the table see me separate <laughs> well they're not talking about it so uh... <laughs> okay, okay all right but I felt myself separate from my Yeah, body. and then you were seeing yourself, and yourself was seeing you, and you were both screaming at each other. <laughs> okay, I get Interesting it. Interesting okay. thing will be which set of memories you retain. Or is it both of them? <laughs> I, I think we should leave this place and go, well, have a look at the plane at the very least. Is there anybody else that, like... Is watching us or reacted to this at all? All the staff is watching you now. There aren't any really any other customers in here right now, but all the staff is just being very like the guy sweeping the floors, not watching the floor. He's just looking to see what you are about to do next. I mean, did anybody else see the like people turn into bears and shit? No, absolutely not. Hmm. Or at least no one in here. 
you don't see anyone screaming at the dock, so you assume everyone was too busy working to see what happened. I mean, it was over fast. They tore the cop apart in just like moments and then got rid of the body and then turned back and dropped into the water. It was fast. You know, I don't think I took any of that powder stuff yet. That wouldn't cause a hallucination like that. There would be a group hallucination, I would assume. Yeah, Nico's just um, staring at the water and trembling. Sweating. I mean, we could all have been infected with something from the sponges. Or prior to the sponges. Not in any dose that could affect like this. When you touched it, it was pretty quick onset. Right, but I'm wondering if there was something before that we don't remember. I mean, I mean, that is my logical explanation for this, but we saw two men turn into a bear and a wolf, and then one man turn into two men, and then one man again. I, I don't know what's... I don't know what's real anymore. I'm just glad I didn't shoot at the other guy. (laughs) The other me. (laughs) Do I have any kind of... uh, And this is 1950, so they wouldn't have Valium or anything. Do I have anything like that? Any sort of precursor to that on me? You got that Coke on you, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is the absolute worst yeah, that, thing to take right now. <laughs> that's yeah, that's that. That would be the opposite of what I'd be looking for. Should probably get some nice laudanum, laudanum, tobacco, uh, scotch. Yeah, scotch. Yeah. I mean, there's a bottle of liquor on the table right now. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm gonna just as we all go for it at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna say that's. I'm turning very analytical at this point because that's the only way I think I can handle this. Yeah, I think we've all seen each other in combat and none of us have ever reacted like that. Yeah. Or I've never reacted like that to anybody. (laughs) Um, Don't know that we can trust our memories, though, remember? FYI to the GM, the uh, Interpol was, in (laughs) fact, around at that time. However... During the 1940s, it was pretty much in, uh, ran by the Nazis. Mm. In 1938, the Gestapo was it was ran by the Gestapo. Well, 19. And, so we're in 1950s. Casablanca is jointly. It's still mostly under French control. The Spanish are here as well. Um, yeah. Right. Okay. I mean, it I, I think it probably. It, was, it says it was effectively moribund until the end of World War II. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, kind of built itself up, but it probably had a rep, especially around special OSS yeah. guys as a as a Nazi haven, you know, a Nazi filled warren. Yeah. This he could be part of the new uh the new Interpol then, you know, trying to to clean up their name a little bit. So he's it doesn't newly, matter what he's newly called minted. now. Yeah, he's gone now. <laughs> yeah, he's, no. he's fish bait now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, so you guys right. are. You finish the bottle. You you pour I, you yourself a generous you can amount. Sit here and drink your scovanda, but I I want to see you know if I could make a quick getaway. <laughs> you know. Okay. Get up and go out. 
Uh, Matt, you hit the docks. Uh, you notice that uh, there are a few people on the dock, uh, so you don't think anyone saw what happened. You do see people at the peripherals, at the edges, moving cargo back and forth. You get to the spot where it happened. There's blood on the dock. That's fresh blood. Okay, well, not completely imagining things. Well, that's good. All right, so uh, you go up to your seaplane. Uh, doors locked, but you do keep a spare and a compartment somewhere. We'll say it's probably at the water line or something, so it's not easy to get to. Pop Fish it, it out open and uh, yeah. open the plane. So it's get inside. Uh, you got a little stowaway compartment. You pop that open, and your passport's in there. There's uh, some some money, not a lot. All right. Uh, whatever nationality of money you would have. <laughs> in the UK, so yeah. Eh. If your character would carry a gun, your gun is in there. If not, no gun. Yeah, probably just in case. Mm-hmm. But the problem I mean... that you're seeing, though, is that your fuel gauge is showing that you are out of aviation fuel. You are empty. All right. Okay. Well, that's one thing. Um, flight logs. Telling me where I came from? <laughs> Private plane, no flight lock. <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, oh, you, can, you probably yes. go to the dash. Yeah, I mean, right. you've got your charts and your maps and such. And, uh, I mean, it checks out where you remember you were, a, you know, several days ago. I mean, you, you, you charted a path from there to here. That's, you know, that's your handwriting. That's your notes. All right, okay. Hmm. I suppose I left the letter or anything else relating to actually coming here in the plane itself. No. Passport's here, some money's here, but no other personal items. Yeah. All right, well, I will pick up my passport and the money. And... Uh, if there's nothing else, then I guess I'll leave here and go back to the restaurant if nobody else came out here with me. Um, Nico's going to hang in the back, and he's going to come. Uh, he's actually whispering to himself. I don't know if any of you guys speak French. He's actually praying. He's saying, <laughs> he's saying a prayer over, you know, kind of like that Hail Mary, full of grace, Hail Mary, full of grace kind of thing. He's doing that. And I'm, is there a body? I mean, I, the body didn't fall in the water, right? When we yeah, no, it was torn apart and the bits thrown in the water. Okay. Is there but there's any... a big blood stain right there on the wharf. Okay. Is it a blood stain? I mean, it's like, fresh. Are there, yeah, I'm trying to see if, was it a bullet wound and, or is it really rending? Was oh there no, there's like, flash? there's like claw marks on the wood. Okay. All if right. you look over into the pier, you see his hat floating in the water. Hail Mary, full of grace, Hail Mary. <laughs> if Nico's hanging back, I'm going to hang back too, just to kind of watch him because I know he's not doing well. That's not usually how he acts. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to keep my eye on Braddock in case something tries to like jump him. I can yell out <laughs> from the safety of the restaurant. Well, um, I'll go out there. I'm just not going far out onto the dock. Sure. Okay, well, if it's there... Well, Calhoun, yeah. if you're hanging out at the uh, outside of the restaurant, uh, 
the guy's companion, because there were two of them in the hotel, if you remember, wearing the same suit, same hat. He comes up to you, puts a cigarette in his mouth, says, you get light? And have you seen my, uh, have you seen my buddy? Uh, no, I don't have a light. And yeah, we did. And, uh, you're not going to believe it. Uh, I'm going to sound crazy, but two guys turned into animals and killed him and threw him in the water over there. Tell you what, um, <laughs> maybe an appeal check. <laughs> oh, shit. And what, is, how do I do that? Just, uh, oh, wait, appeal. There it is. Yeah. So, uh, um, base or. So just at, at regular at base, unless you've got any kind of career that would make this sound. <laughs> it's like, I'm being of... dead honest with him. And like, yeah, so... still the, how I'm still shook up about what I saw. So there's not trying to be a smart ass or deceptive about it. Yep. I just so sound insane. Roll the top set of dice. Like, uh, the black so, one. Uh, yeah, the black one at the top. So that's just uh, with no bonuses, wow. nothing extra. Nope. Okay, it's like so he, he chuckles. He says, "It's a crit fail, isn't it? Double one's got to be." Hits you on the back of uh, you know, hits you on the back. Says, "That's uh, that's that's funny. That's funny." I'm going to get a book of matches, and he walks into the restaurant. No, no, no. There, look, <laughs> he just look. walks into the restaurant. <laughs> I shake my head, kind of mumbling to myself. My doggie's acting out, so if you hear a whining animal, it's my doggie. That's not. Stop lying. It's, it's more people who are going to turn into things and kill us. Yes. <laughs> we know this. Okay. Is there a dog? <laughs> uh, so what's Reginald doing? Um, I'm just hanging, I'm just hanging back watching. Uh, okay. Making sure nobody messes with Nico because I know he's he's having a rough time. So. Nico and Matt seem to be fine. Uh, Matt's gotten into his plane, comes back out after a bit. They seem to be talking. Uh, Nico's looking over the wharf. Kind of hanging with him a little bit, looking over, trying to see if there's anybody else kind of watching us. Uh, other than the people that work in the restaurant who still are a little... <laughs> a little afraid of you for uh, what happened at your table. Uh, they're watching you, but other than that, nothing. Uh, then the second officer comes in, kind of nods at you, Reginald. You saw him uh, in the lobby of the hotel with his friend. He comes. Oh, in. see the guy sat next to and talked to. Yep. He goes to the. He goes over to the front desk. Gets a book of matches. Lights a cigarette. He looks over at you. Sees you, Reginald. He walks over your way and says, "Hey." Uh, have you seen my companion? The guy that was in the lobby with me yesterday. Um, I think he left. I think he left. So he spoke with you. Well, he came by and he was going to go check out. There were some people that uh, were kind of casing us out by the dock and he went out there to talk to them and he looks out the window. <clears throat> he sees Nico and Matt out there. He says, well, he seems to be gone now. Yeah, uh, takes his hat off. Says, well, uh, good day. If you happen to see your friend. He pulls out another copy of that picture of January that he was caught, kind of a scowl on his face out in the street. We're looking for him. 
Hey, and if you see anything, please let us know because we'd like to find them too. Okay, sure. I'm sure we'll have questions. Okay. <clears throat> Takes a big drag on a cigarette, walks out. As he passes Jackie, he just kind of shakes his head. Just, that's, that's a good one. Wolves and bears in Casablanca. <laughs> just yeah, go that's, look. That's There's got to be blood everywhere. Just just go look. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he waves you off. Uh, all right, Matt and Nico. Uh, Nico, that's definitely the guy's hat floating in the water, and there's a little bit of blood on the surface of the water. Yeah, I'm just going to try to... I mean, I see the other guys are still are functioning, and, uh, you know, I'm not freaking out, but I'm just trying to compose myself because it's after a bit of time, you know... It's, I'm trying to find out reasons why I would have seen that. Maybe I'm tired. Maybe, I don't know. But, you know, I'm just, but I'm still trying to just concentrate. Yeah, so go. The other guys need me. Go ahead, and, and this is a good play, time to go ahead and make that second terror check. So conditions have changed a bit. You're trying to calm yourself uh-huh. down. Uh, go ahead and make that check again. It's just a mind check at base. No, you're still pretty shaken up. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, All right, well, I'll keep it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm shaking up. What now, Matt? I'm done looking around here, then. I, uh, as I said, go back <laughs> to the others in the restaurant or wherever they are. Yeah. Uh, so Jackie's... If I can, I will safely lead Nico away from yeah. staring at the blood patch. Come on, this way. Can't Nico, good to just be, yeah. as Matt's pulling you away, just then the guy's head surfaces and bobs. It turns oh. around, so the eyes stare right at you before it starts to sink back into the water. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh... I just, I, I, I guess I see it. I glance and I see it. And I just turn real quick. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Matt doesn't, uh, yeah, Matt doesn't speak French. So he hears me say the words Lou Garou. <laughs> and uh, I just. You knew his name? Okay. <laughs> Werewolf. Yeah, All right. Just... So you guys. Walk back to the diner. You're back together. Everybody's still a little shaken up, but uh, Nico, it looks like he's barely holding it together. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm pretty much in marching. You know. Um, well, that was. Um, well, it wasn't a waste of time, but there's nothing there to help us. I got my passport. I got some money. There's nothing there telling me telling us why we came here. Or well, who cares any now? Can you get situation. us out of here? I've got no fuel. I mean, why can we get fuel? Yeah, Reginald could buy it if he's willing to, and then we could just fly away to the sunset. Not a bad idea. I'm I'm good with this. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, if you look around thinking about it, um, you do see that there's a, there's a big fuel depot uh, barge that'll fuel up, bring it to your plane, fuel it up. Um, so you can buy aviation I mean, fuel. Yeah, I'll do that. We, uh, huh. we can take a ship. I mean, the only thing that is, is then we are running away from the police in our murder investigation. I mean... And you were asked I, not I to leave by the Casablanca yeah, police. I, yeah. Okay, but here's the thing, though. Like, I don't... Is it really the police? Because they they said they were adjacent to the police. No, no, no. no. The, the Casablanca the police. police that found you in the warehouse told you not to leave. Yeah, well, and, that was before we saw two men turn into animals and kill a man in, like, half a second. Yep. And only two of you have their passports. That's the other small problem. Yeah. Mm, that's not a problem. <laughs> mm. We could always get passports, couldn't we? Uh, the two people who don't have planes. passports. Do we think they've got embassies here? Oh, they most definitely have embassies here. Yeah. Uh, well, then you can just go to the embassy and say my passport's been stolen. Or yeah, and they're going to look into things and then find out that we're wanted for possible murder and that now there's a missing Interpol agent. <coughs> yeah, that didn't look good for us. Nah, it really doesn't. So I will also remind you that uh, give some thought as to why all of your unit's gear is here. And I have no idea. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that your 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 characters might question why, like. Everything sure you need to go on an operation is here. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, well, you would think that somebody wants okay. us for an op, but they're setting us up to look like we're crazy <laughs> and wanted. So that doesn't make sense. What can you remember about the dead body that was there? Was it ripped apart like the. Animals, or was it? It was smashed. His face was smashed in. Was he was it? beaten and kicked to death? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so not, so not the animals like that. Also, if we do leave here, <clears throat> we've still got chatter boxes with us now. Yeah, because mm. I don't know what happened there. But is it has something to do with what's going on here? You guys all saw it together, right? <laughs> with my own two eyes. Only yeah. two eyes. <laughs> so, yeah. Unless we've all touched our sponges and this isn't actually happening, we're all having a. A psychotropic moment together. 
so this is a fictional construct within here, and I'm actually in the the hospital, getting shocked. I, 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 can you explain it? We know no, we've got. No, I, I can't. I, I'm just trying to wrap my head. Yeah. Why? So, or what we're seeing is that even real? I have gonna, no answers for you. you. Well, they're talking about all of this. I'm going to start looking at my arms and my fingers, and you know, any kind of track marks, anything. Oh, yeah. uh, you're checking yourself off to see if you've been dosed or injected. No, yeah. you don't feel any pains anywhere. I mean, other than you were roughed up or you roughed someone up last night, so you still feel the yeah. aches and pains from all of that, but you're not seeing, like, hypodermic holes or anything like that, no. Okay. We need to find January. January's dead, so far as we know. I mean, even with the photographic evidence... And running on this terror thing, I mean, I'm just looking around for any bump in the night as we walk or any bump in the evening. Uh, because you're under the effects of that, you feel like there's eyes on you everywhere. Yeah. That guy selling the fish, is, did he just look at you a little too long? Is that woman up there putting out her clothing on the line? Is she just taking a little too long to lay out her uh, her clothing <laughs> to dry? There's assassins everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay. Say that took uh, yeah, a little bit over an hour, so it's getting towards five o'clock. Oh God! Sun starting to come down in the sky. It'll be night in the next hour or two. I mean, maybe we do need to retrace our steps if we're. I mean, either we run away or we need to work out where we were and what we did while we were. Well, that we you can't remember. Warehouse. That's the first place that we came to. Maybe there's some clue there. I mean, yeah. You want to work to the warehouse where you first woke up? I've got no better place to suggest going. It's all yeah. within a few blocks of your hotel, so you walk on over to the to the warehouse. Um, they're pretty efficient. They've already cleaned up the crime scene. Bodies been removed. They didn't leave any tape behind, but you do see that there's some signs put up by the police saying that the business is closed. Um, the warehouse doors have been put down, and there's a brand new padlock on it. But no police tape, no officers hanging around. I'll go look for a, I'll look for a back air entrance. And then let's check everything around the perimeter if there's any clue we could find outside the building. Is there a rear entrance? Uh so you go around back. Um there's not. <clears throat> it's 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 basically it's a it's a steel building, large uh, warehouse. There is kind of like an office area, and you think each one of these warehouses probably rented out to boat owners or people that come here to hold uh, cargo. 
uh, so you can lease out these little warehouse areas. So the police have closed down the business, put a big sign over the front door of, of the office, and then there's a padlock in the particular warehouse that you guys woke, woke up on. If you go around back, you see kind of like an auto junkyard back there. There's a lot of uh, decommissioned cars, parts of cars, uh, just kind of piled up back there. But no rear entrance into the warehouse. There is a rear entrance into the office, though. Is there a window? Any windows? Yes. There are a lot of windows in the office, not into the warehouses. Okay. Well, the warehouse should go in. The office should go to the warehouse. Are they separated or? Next no, it's to? all. It seems to be connected. All connected. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to go up to the. Uh, I'm going to go up to the uh, door, and check through the windows. See what I see. If I see anybody anywhere. It's. Completely dark. There's no lights on inside. <clears throat> uh, the light that's spilling in from the, the fading sun only goes so far in, so you really can't make anything out. Okay. I give a little whistle. You know, a little, just a little undertone whistle. And then to let the guys know. And then I... Uh, okay, so what's everyone doing when Nico does this? He kind of He's trying to peer through a window. Let's set a whistle. Yeah. I was going to kind of look around the place, see if there's anything I could find that may be stuck out. On well, the it's kind of odd that there's like this auto scrapyard in the back. I mean, it could just be how they make some extra money. Hard to tell. Um, but there's nothing else that really looks like anything. I mean, nothing that really sticks out other than that. Do you see any bear tracks around? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's it's a cement kind of sidewalk. Uh, so there's not really any tracks at all. <laughs> Big traps. <laughs> yeah, bear traps. Right in the middle of everything. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to try to break in. Okay. So Nico is kind of does the whistle. What's Matt doing? I don't really know. I mean, looking around just outside just to see if there's anything that would have told me why we might have been attracted to this place. Okay. Graffiti up, the which was pointing out here, here that we would notice as secret signs. Matt, you're looking around. Doing that uh, again, it just looks like they're this these small warehouses that people rent out. I mean, you look over to the windows of the office, and you can see like the filing cabinets inside have been pulled open. It looks like the place has gone over. Um, you know, you see like there's files scattered around the ground. Uh, you do see an internal door that looks like it leads into the warehouse in there. Yeah, but I don't know whether that was the police or us or somebody else. Yeah, well, <laughs> we can always go in and find out in a minute. I'm so gonna... you come around and you see Nico's got his hand like up against the glass, trying to see in. You see him pull out some lock picks. I'm going to keep a watch out to make sure nobody like sneaks up on us while Nico's doing what he does. All right, yeah. So, Matt, it looks, you know, you saw what's in there. Uh, Nico looks like he's going to open the door. You want to say anything? Uh, there's an internal door. I mean, I So, Matt tells you that there's an internal door. Uh, Nico, you, it, it's black in there. You can't see anything. I didn't think to take on a, a little torch. Oh, well. 
Electric torch. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to try the door. Okay. Uh, it's a really just kind of lousy pick, but I do want you to roll for that just in case, you know, you bust it off in the door or something. Okay. It is easy. It, it uh, So you're going to get a plus two modifier to it, but you might break it off in there. Okay. And then I'm going to add the... Uh the uh, criminal to it, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Is that with the plus two? Huh? Did you add the plus two to it? No, I haven't done it yet. Oh, okay. Uh, no, that's the old roll. Okay. I was going to say a yeah. six. Here you failed go. that? How'd you fail that? I know. <laughs> All, All right. right. Success. You pop the door open. It is pitch black in here. Um, like the sun is canted just so that it only illuminates a little bit in here. Uh, even with the door wide open, it only gets so much light in here. Uh, you have no idea what Matt's talking about. You, you know, you're trying to look for you know, the, uh, the light inside. You find the switch, you turn it on. Yeah. Hey, looks like the place has been gone over. Like someone's gone through all the files. There's folders laying on the ground. You see the door that Matt was talking about that goes into the warehouse. Uh, it's got um, it's got a padlock on it. Looks like it was just recently put on. Okay, go to that one, and uh, I I look to the see the guys. Is anybody following? Anybody coming in? Well, Matt was right behind you. I don't know if he comes oh, in. Yes, or yes, yes yeah. absolutely. Yeah, say so once it's clear, we'll go in. <clears throat> okay. Okay, so yeah, do the other thing, the other one. Okay, uh, give me another roll for that. It also this one's actually just standard. Don't get the plus two on this. This is the one the police put on. Okay. There we go. Success. Okay. Uh, pop the lock. Uh, didn't break it. Still perfectly usable. And it opens up into the warehouse. Uh, it's pitch black in there. I don't go in. I just open it. Yep. Matt. I walk in there because it's obviously completely normal, and I can see perfectly. Yep. You can see. Uh, you can see like there's crates around. It looks like there was. You know, some of the they're not quite centered. Like someone knocked into them. You can see on the ground this little little flex blood here and there, like you get if someone punched you and you bled a little. You know, blood goes full. Just droplets, though, not like pools of blood. Turn around and look at the others. Are you coming in? Yeah. 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 Start looking. Well, you go head. over there, and I will look over here. And uh, yeah, so, yeah, Nico, you, you don't can look in that direction. Matt just walks into this pool of darkness and is talking to you the whole time, like you know, like nothing, and uh, you kind of run around until you find the lights, you turn them on. Okay. Uh, is this yeah. something common that we know he does? <laughs> I know it. <laughs> I see a damn thing in here. How do you do that? Who are you saying that to, Calhoun? Uh... To Braddock. Okay. Um, what are you talking about? It was bright as day. 
Is it, are you, is he saying this before the lights are on? No, I, it's like the light just got turned on and you know, it, Braddock was already in the middle of the warehouse, just kind of looking around and there was like it, no perceptible change in what he was doing. It's right now that the lights turned on, but it was just off. The light was always on. Kind of look at everybody else. <laughs> was the light on? Am I the only one? Do you? I'll, I'll go and Do flick you? the light off again. Yeah, it's pitched to black, Calhoun. Matt, no perceptible change to you. Is it dark to anyone else? Does it look dark to me? Yeah. It's pitch black in here. There's no windows in the warehouse. What? Yeah, it looks pretty dark. What? So either we're messed up or the chemicals you had in you earlier has adjusted something in you. I'm I'm going to flick the light on again so we're not... Flick the light on again. Fane, you notice something. There's like one of these metal support pillars that runs through near one of the edges, and it's, it's load-bearing. But you notice that there's um, there's like a coil of rope, like dropped at the bottom of it, almost like it was holding something here. Okay. Like the rope was tied to something? or like something Yeah. Yeah, it's like it was tied to something, and then it's not now, and the rope is just kind of laying on the ground. It's still kind of like in a, a rough circle around the pillar. Hey, guys, look, there's a rope. Now, as you said around the pillars, like if somebody was tied to the pillar and then got out? Maybe, or something was just lashed to it, and someone loosened it. Like the knots are still there. It's still in a you know, kind of a rough circle, just laying at the bottom of the pillar now. Any weird stains or anything on the rope? Uh, you want to go and check it out? Yeah. Um, make me a mind check, please, okay. Reginald. Nope. Okay. All right. Uh, you go and you pick up the rope and yes, there's flecks of blood on it and then everything goes blindingly white and you're seeing a scene where you and your friends are just beating the crap out of this person that was tied to this post. You're, you just kicked him square in the balls. Matt is just beating him on the side of his face. Jackie's holding the other side of the face so that Matt can really beat the other side of his face. Uh, Nico has uh, he's looking around and he finds a baseball bat and he comes in and just you can hear the guys like uh, his rib cage just cave in as Nico just beats him with this baseball bat. So we're up. So is this the guy the the whose body we found? Can I tell that? It looks to be about the right size. The guy had basically no face. Uh, he was beaten so badly you can't tell, but now you can see his face. You failed your mind roll. You have another flashback. You have a flashback of your being tortured. Uh, this guy is dressed in a medical gown. He's just injected you with something. And he has got this like an electrode. And he keeps jamming it at you. And uh, there's a nurse nearby. And you keep hearing him say, no effect. More volts. Jams you with it. No effect. 
more voltage and you're tied down. You can't, you know, you've got these electrical burns all over you and then you freak out. <laughs> okay. So I imagine I, I start to like moan or yell. You tell me what you do. So you just had these two visions. One, a very recent vision uh, of you guys just beating the ever merciful <laughs> crap out of this guy. It and wasn't then, January, was it? Uh, no. And then when you saw the guy's face that you were beating, you had this flashback to this guy dressed as a doctor torturing you. I'm going to fall over and sort of curl up and just start screaming no and rocking back and forth. Okay. So you guys see uh, Reginald just bend down, pick up the rope, and then his eyes just kind of roll back in his head. He stares off into the distance for a moment, and then he start, He drops to the ground, starts, you know, fetal position, starts rolling, crying, laughing, just falling apart. Shit, some of the chemical must be on that rope. Don't touch it. I'm going to see if he starts getting violent. Just keep keep a safe distance, but ready to try to help him if he starts having a seizure or something. Just rocking on the floor, pleading. He's just like occasionally he'll say, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I'm going to keep watch to make sure nobody comes. Okay. So, again, no windows in the warehouse. So, when, if you say keep watch, do you go back into the office and kind of look out of the windows in there? Uh, you know, I'm going to secure the door again. To the uh, to the office. I'm not going to leave an open door. Okay, so the door to the outside of the office, or the door, door to the inside of the warehouse. The door to the inside of the warehouse. Uh, locking- actually, both of them. I'm going to go over there and lock both. Okay. Are you locking yourself in the warehouse, or are you staying in the office? Um, the, in the, the warehouse. Padlock is on the office side. So okay. Yeah, I'm not going to use the padlock. I'm just going to do use close the it. door lock if it or close it or if it has a door okay. lock. Close it. You turn the lights off in the office so that it's not. Uh, can't see the lights from the outside. Come back in. Reginald is still just just lost it. Just rocking back and forth on the ground. He's dropped the rope. Just whining and crying. Oh. Reginald, come on, snap out of buddy. No. No what? No what? No. What are we supposed to know? How how long does it take? I mean, I'm just so, okay, so you failed a terror check basically until si- the situation changes where you can try and make another check. You're just going to yeah. be there for a bit. I say, I'm, I'm going to give him a few minutes and then I'm just going to walk up and slap the shit out of him. All right. <laughs> Start well, I, okay, I was also going to like give him a pep talk. Like, hey, buddy, you can. All right. You can go ahead yeah, and make, you can go ahead and make that check again. You can do it with okay. a bonus die since people are trying to help you. All right. Um, I will also say. I I have a ability called Pep Talk. Okay. Your character is inspiring and motivational. So we will pull yourself together. We've been on tougher situations than this. You know the things we had to do on operations, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So uh, you can roll an extra die with that. Okay. Yeah, I rolled six this time. <laughs> oh, no. Nope. Um, Wait, I've got can, can how many re rolls do we have? You have uh, hero points you can use. You have hero points, but you also I'll, have re-rolls, too. Yeah, I'll oh, yeah. use a hero point and, and make a re-roll. Okay. Uh, here we go. There we go. 
Uh, reroll the failed roll, even a two. You must use the second result. Okay, so did you pass the second result? No. You failed the second result? No, you passed it, didn't you? Oh, okay, yeah, I rerolled yeah. and then I rerolled again. I passed that. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Okay, okay yeah, you, you break out of it. Uh, you can remember both things. You okay, don't know so who the man was. You just know that uh, a younger you is being tortured by the by this man. This man, you you guys collectively beat beat him to death. So that was the corpse that was found in here. Oh. Do we have anybody that's good at like uh, drawing or sketching or anything? If we can get a if you can give us a description, maybe we can draw and see what this guy looks like. Not me. Anyone can right. try it. If you don't have a profession that uh, would be useful for it, though, uh, it's just going to be more difficult. But anyone can try it. I would say it's just an agility check. Does that seem fair, Jeff? Trying to draw something. Yeah, yeah, that'd be all right. Got a little deaf If you're trying to, if you're trying to make it so that it's recognizable no. and you don't have a career that is uh, useful for that, uh, the difficulty is going to be higher. But yeah. You can try it. I've got a one agility. I don't know if anybody's better. Got a three. <laughs> is there well, any? Uh, so the only one that saw paper? the image though was Reginald. So if you know, if you're if you're talking about someone drawing it, it's going to have to be Reginald. Or if someone's kind of doing it from Reginald's description. Well, uh, that would Reginald would have the if he's doing it himself would have the bet would that offset some penalty since he can see it in his head. It's more of the artistic ability. Like you can have the picture in your head, but if you're not a trained artist making it look, like yeah, oh yeah. But I'm saying, but if you can, you know what you saw versus describing yeah. what you saw. Yep, it would be easier that way. If none of you were actually artists, if any of you were an artist, that's different. It would be easier. I'm gonna go back in the office while well, you know they're thinking about this, and you know I'm gonna go grab. Uh, couple of pieces of paper and a couple of pencils. Okay. Yeah, you do that. When somebody says, hey, can you draw it out? Are, are you any good at drawing? Can you draw it? You know, like that, I just go in there and get those and then put them in front of him. Okay. You want to try to sketch out the image in your head? Yeah. All right. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm calling it an agility check because it doesn't matter how smart you are. If you don't have, I mean, it's all in the wrist. You know, it's all in the art, the, the, how you can manipulate the pencil to get the idea out. Right. So if you don't have a career that's going to help, yeah, it's agility. Okay. So just an agility roll. Yeah. The the top black <laughs> lettering for the, the die, so no bonuses on it. Okay. Uh, there we go. Hey, look at that. It's actually really good. Yeah. All right. Um, everybody make me a mind roll with a bonus die. <laughs> uh, other than Reginald. Would that be the red one? or That's the middle one. The green one's the bonus. The red okay. one's the negative. I figured that's what the black one was. No, the black one's regular. With bonus die success. Failure, failure. Okay, if we're accepting those roles, Jackie, uh, yeah, you recognize the guy, but you don't. You can't remember where. It has something to do with what you were doing with the, in your unit. 
somebody you came across, maybe worked with often, but not often enough that you can remember the name, but it looks familiar. They were military or? Yeah, and they were attached to your unit somehow. Like you saw them fairly regularly, but they never really hobnobbed with you. You know, I cannot you know the remember face. this guy's name. Yeah. Um, the two of you that shit. failed have a similar flashback as Reginald. Uh, you see yourself, uh, actually, Matt sees himself in a mirror. He's strapped down with this guy in the doctor's uniform. He's got the, you know, the mirror on his head and he's just jabbing a chemical into you. And then he, he's looking at his watch as a nurse by taking recordings. He says, two minutes administering electrical shock. (laughs) (laughs) And then every couple of minutes, he increases the voltage and just continues to torture you, to shock you. You don't know what he wants. You have no idea what's going on here. And you can see yourself in the mirror uh, strapped down on kind of like a gurney. Uh, Who else failed? Nick. Oh, (laughs) Nicolo also failed. Um, Yours is slightly different. You have the flashback as well, Nicolo. Uh, you see yourself, you stick your arm out. Like, you do this willingly. You stick your arm out. The doctor takes your wrist. He injects you uh, with something. The nurse is there again. He's dressed up in, you know, the white doctor's gown. There's a little bit of blood on his lapel. Um, You're not bound. Like, you can see your hands. They're free. And the doctor says, describe how you feel to me right now, Nico. And uh, you kind of you don't under you don't know what you say, but you're answering him back. And then you see from you know, so this is from your perspective. Your perspective changes. It's like it's like you suddenly have like multifaceted eyes as you're seeing the doctor from many angles, from head on, from the side, from behind. You're seeing the nurse from a whole bunch of different angles, and then that image just leaves the two of you that got the flashback image also freaking out completely. <laughs> These were very strenuous images. <laughs> there goes my lunch. Mm-mm. Over there in the corner throwing up. Okay. Uh, I, I know the face. I can't put a name to it. Oh, not you too. Lap. <laughs> Matt loses his lunch. All right. Uh, well, we're at time, so we'll end it there with you guys getting some flashbacks of some experiment that you were undergoing. Nico, you at least, uh, you haven't shared your experiences yet, but Nico, at least you were a willing subject. Yeah. Well, I'm going to take the shield from my back. (laughs) (laughs) Go sell those Patriot bonds, Nico. (laughs) Right. So, yeah, the plot thickens. I know we haven't got into uh, a lot of the system yet. This is uh, I'm getting you guys on the trail of something. There will be lots of combat soon. Uh, So we will leave it there for the night. Oak, you got a game after this one? Yes, sir. Playing some homebrew 5e that a buddy's running. Uh, does the same thing Friday nights at midnight. And then I run my Grimdark homebrew 5e on Saturday nights, midnight central. Sounds good. Uh, Richard, what do you got going on? I don't know right now. 
I, when I do play games, you can watch me here on Twitch at LMTDTMFFR. Or say it with me now, limited time off for novels, but I haven't done that in a while. Nice. Jeff, anything you want to announce, game or otherwise? Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we're, uh, we're wrapping up the uh, stretch goal for Dicey Tales uh, for the Kickstarter. And uh, actually, we're in preparation. We have, we're doing work on Dicey Tales Adventures, which is going to be the first packet of adventures for Dicey Tales. And we're hoping if the stretch goal is successful and this is uh, put together nicely, we can start releasing uh, adventures um pulp style adventures different things from ruritanian to um you know gangsters and criminals we'll see what we can find out so we've got those in brew right now sounds good bill what do you got going on with the frogs well, I'm still running Lost City of Baracus. I think we're on session 35 with that. Uh, they're getting deeper and deeper, so that's fun. Um, also running a West Marches-style Dwaro Deep game. Uh, I think we've got a session tomorrow night. Haven't streamed any of that yet, but, uh, you know, who knows? So that's what i got going on. Good stuff. All right, so if you found us, you know where we are. But uh, check out the podcast at BlueMagic, B-L-U-M-A-G-I-K.com. Over 13 years' worth of all kinds of audio goodness in there. Richard and Jameis, who's in the chat, have been around for a lot of that. 13 years, guys. All of our social links can be found there as well. So we're going to say goodnight. Oh, one thing I wanted to say. So uh, I am doing uh, some some weird pulp elements, which uh, Dicey Tales Volume 2 does have a nice little appendix on how to use powers. And uh, I am making use of that in this game. So, guys, thank you very much for playing. Thanks, everybody out there for watching. Have a good night. Take it easy, guys. Good night, everyone. Have a good night. Good night.